Welcome to Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast. Hey everybody, we have an announcement. We do not have any more space on our free podcast account. Which means if we want to keep making episodes of Trying Our Best, then we need your help. We've made a Patreon account. And if you've got a couple extra bucks to spare, we'd really appreciate it if you signed up to help support us. And if you do, we have some surprises for you. Check out our Patreon page linked in the show notes to see what they are. And now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, I'm Ayla. And I'm Michelle. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 8 of The Good Place. So when we left off, Eleanor had just confessed to being the problem in the neighborhood that Michael had been trying to find. She did it to save her friends and because Chidi was feeling so torn up about the fact that he had murdered Janet. And she did it to make sure that no one else had to be hurt because she didn't want Michael to be tortured. She didn't want Chidi to feel awful. And so it was really a sign of her growth that she made this confession. But now she has to face the consequences. So... Eleanor walks into Michael's office, and Michael tries to determine whether she's a good person or not. And so he he asks her some questions, and he decides that she is not a good person. Ultimately, after interrogating Eleanor and taking a look at her file, peeking into her past and the highest impact moments of her life, Michael determines that Eleanor does not belong in the good place. She did not earn enough points to make it into the good place. And Eleanor has to agree with him. Her time on Earth was not spent very well. And so Michael's left with what he feels is no choice but to call the bad place and tell them that he has Eleanor and that she really belongs with them. So he does, and the bad place people show up. We're going to talk a little bit more about them in a moment. And then we have this moment where we think that Eleanor is really going to be taken away, that she's going to leave the good place on the train that the bad place people brought, and they're going to take her and torture her for all eternity. But then what happens, Ayla? So Chidi runs into Michael's office and says he murdered Janet. He knew about Eleanor all along and that she has improved and that she should get some credit for that. So the ultimate question of this episode and the thing we're going to be examining in today's podcast is how much does improvement count and what should we do with our second chances? Before we get to that, though, we're going to start by talking about what does the good place think makes you a good person? So, back when Michael is interrogating Eleanor, he pulls out this lie box that lights up green when you're telling the truth and red when you're telling a lie. He also asks her a series of questions that are supposed to be a quick check about what kind of person she was. And some of these questions are the questions you might expect, like, have you ever committed a major crime, like arson or uh, murder? But then some of them are really kind of silly questions, like have you ever reheated fish in an office microwave, and have you ever appeared as a contestant on The Bachelor? So I wanted to take a moment to talk about what do these questions tell us about what the good place considers to be a good person? So Ayla, why do you think they picked these specific things to ask about? Because they're all bad things and they all harm people, other people. 
does it really harm somebody if I reheat my smelly fish in the office microwave? Yes. It doesn't harm them the same way as if I murdered them. Shouldn't there be a difference between reheating my fish and murdering somebody? Well, there is a difference. There's a big difference. One is less harmful than another, but they're both bad things for selfish reasons. So you think it's the selfishness that ties them all together, that people aren't considering their impacts on others, and that that's what is a bad action? Yes. So even though Eleanor passed that test, she had never murdered anybody and she had never taken off her shoes and socks on an airplane, there was still plenty in her file to suggest that she was a selfish person who didn't think about how she would impact others. And that brings us to the flashbacks where she hurt her friend. How did she hurt her friend? Well... She asked if she could borrow one of her friend's dresses, and that friend said no. And so Eleanor sneaks into her friend's closet, takes the dress, puts it on, and ends up ripping it. So that's the kind of mistake that just about anybody could make, right? She knew she shouldn't be doing it, but she thought she could get away with it, and then it turned out that she ripped it and she couldn't get away with it. And Michael stops her and says, okay, but you confessed and you paid for the dress and everything's okay, right? Is that what Eleanor did? No. In fact, she put it back in the closet and blamed it on the dry cleaner. And because of that, her friend, who was also not a very great person got really angry at the dry cleaner, sued them for millions of dollars of emotional distress, which is pretty silly, and eventually put the dry cleaner out of business. So it was a it shows us how Eleanor's bad actions and inability to own up to them and take responsibility for them cascaded into even more bad actions. But it doesn't stop there because she decides to make t-shirts and sell them for lots and lots of money. And Michael thinks, okay, but you didn't do anything else, right? So she made these t-shirts making fun of her friend. For She became internet famous for being so, such an overreactor. And then Eleanor sold the t-shirts, took the money, and bought her own dress, the original one that she tore for her, her friend, which kind of shows that she didn't learn any lesson from this. She felt like she got exactly what she wanted without having to face any consequences of her bad action. And... So this really shows how Eleanor had lots and lots of chances to do the right thing. Because at the beginning, she could have just confessed that she had torn the dress. She could have not, she could have helped her friend when she became internet famous. But no, she kept doing the wrong thing to help herself. So the big argument that Cheaty makes is that Eleanor has changed the way that she behaves when she has made a mistake. Now she really does try to fix the harm that she's done, and she really does take responsibility for her actions. So Ayla and I have been talking about how hard it can be to fess up when you've made a mistake and to take responsibility for your actions. Why do you think that's so hard, Ayla? I think it's because when you confess, there are usually consequences. Eleanor at the time didn't know that there would be consequences like this when she was dead. 
But we don't always have to wait until we're dead to face consequences. Usually fessing up to things comes with consequences right then and there, right? We might make people mad at us. If we do something bad enough, we might even lose friends that never want to talk to us again. We might have people lose respect for us. Depending on what it is we've done, we might have to go to jail or pay money. There's lots of different kinds of consequences that we face, right? Right, and if I do something wrong, these are the kind of consequences I have to face. Like losing my phone, getting grounded... And as an adult, I still have to face consequences when I do something wrong, too. I could lose my job if I do something wrong. I could get demoted at work and not make as much money. I could lose friendships. I could be made fun of online, kind of like her friend was, right? So there's lots of different ways that people have to face consequences when they really do take responsibility for their actions. So we know that it's hard to confess when you've done something wrong, but should you do it anyway? I think you should because, well, even if it's a super bad consequence, like going to jail or something, it's fair because you did this wrong thing knowing it was wrong and now you have to pay the price. So all of these questions about consequences and confessing and doing the wrong thing at first but then doing the right thing bring us to our question of the day. And our question of the day is, should you get credit for making improvements? Pause the podcast and talk about it, write about it, think about it, and come back when you're done. Welcome back. So we are talking about whether or not you should get credit for improving. So if you were doing bad things and you decided to confess and to try to do better things, or maybe even not confess, but just to try to make better choices in the future... Should you get credit for that? What do you think, Ayla? I think that you should get credit for it. Even if it doesn't overlap your being badness, I feel like you should get credit for improving. Why is that? Why should you get credit for improving? Many reasons. Well, it could be just because you're doing a good job at it. Maybe because it's helping someone. Maybe... Just because, well, improving deserves credit. And one of the reasons that I think it's important that we allow some credit for improvement is that the alternative is that nobody can ever overcome their past mistakes. And so anyone who's ever made a mistake, if we don't give them the chance to become better people, we're kind of just writing them off and saying, well, you're bad forever. And if that's the case, what motivation do they have to ever try to do a better job in the future? Okay, so one thing that we finally got to see in this episode that has just been hinted at throughout the rest of the show is the bad place people. Michael calls them, they arrive on the train, and we finally get to see them. What did you think, Ayla? So when we see the bad place people, we can tell that they kind of suck. So we find out that one of them is wearing the t-shirt that... Eleanor made to make fun of her friend. They, they're mean. They're kicking stuff over. There's being mean to people. So really, these people from the bad place just kind of embody 
everything that we know about kind of being a bad person. And they call Eleanor a legend and say that everybody talks about all of the terrible things that she did when she was on Earth down in the bad place. Um, We're going to see a little bit more about them in the next episode, and I'm looking forward to talking about that too. But the big thing is that there is a huge reveal at the end of this episode. We find out that there isn't just one Eleanor Shellstrop. There are two. One has been being tortured in the bad place this entire time. So join us next week when we take a closer look at what that means for our characters and how they're going to handle the fact that now their actions have even more consequences since someone else is involved.